Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ritual the Podcast. I am your host, Patty Harvey, and today my guest is someone, if you're a regular listener anyway, you'll all be familiar with. My guest today is Amy Harvey. Amy, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello. This it's, is a bit topsy-turvy. It's a wee bit weird this week. <laughs> um, how's everything going? Good. Everything's good. How are you feeling? I feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel I feel like we're in Stranger Things. Like everything's upside down. This is the upside down. Mm. It is. Well It's terrifying. It's unusual. And I'm a very attractive thirty <laughs> five year old woman. <laughs> um What's going on today, Patty? It's a bit it's a bit different. It's a bit weird. Look, mm. thought that for this episode we might do things a wee bit different. And that I would interview you mm-hmm. um, because everyone wants to know more about you. It seems mm-hmm. to be a lot of the feedback that we get. Um, well, we, I say we, I read him his messages. Uh, no, don't. He doesn't. <laughs> I don't. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I thought maybe it'd be good if I interviewed you. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, it is killing me a little bit because you won't show me the questions. I haven't shown her the questions. <laughs> I wrote them. I at least but give I my guests the decency of giving them a vague look at their questions. No. Do so they? Thank you. I do, yeah. Do they? Oh, great. To be, you know, nice and whatever, but that's fine if that's how you want to run a show, then... Well, as someone we met it. recently said, without much further to do... <laughs> Who said that? I'll tell you after. <laughs> It's someone who shouldn't. Uh, oh, yeah. Who should use English a little bit better than what they did. Um, without much further to do, uh, let's... Should we start? Should sure. we just get straight into it? Okay. Amy, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, huh? go for I'll it. i ask you a series of questions, actually. Um, start off with the classic. What What is your morning ritual? Um. Okay. On an ideal day... Mm. So let's say not at the moment, because at the moment I'm on morning sickness medication, so I am very sleepy. Mm-hmm. But if I, if it wasn't that, and it was my ideal morning, mm-hmm. um, I like to wake up before everybody else. Um, I like the quiet. I And I've, as I've said a million times, I call myself an extroverted introvert, mm. where I really... Um, recharge by myself and I find that often especially when you have kids that can be quite difficult to do you aren't a introvert no. you're an extrovert so 
you're happy to be around people all the time where I am not. And that's like Mm -hmm. no disrespect to anybody. I just need my alone time. So I find that waking up early um, gives me that. But I also really enjoy waking up with the day. I really enjoy the liminal time between the day and the night. And I love like just the sounds that you hear. I find all of that really peaceful and very magical. So I will always try and get up before the sun. So usually it would be on an ideal day, like 5.30. I know that probably makes some people want to die, but I really like getting up then. Yeah. Um, if I have the energy, I'll always do like a yoga with Adrian. She's like my absolute favorite yoga person mm. on YouTube. You've done a few of hers. She's great. She's so funny and she She's kicks great. your butt, but... I always like to like start the day like I've achieved something already. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that um, because I think if you start the day by achieving something like that, whether it's yoga or whatever kind of mm. exercise you enjoy, you automatically start off at a high and you've like started the day with this like sense of achievement. And I think it just kind of like puts you in that positive mindset rather than like, sleeping in or making an excuse and then you start the day with like a almost putting yourself down like oh why didn't I do that yeah right you know like I love that feeling of like achieving something and you like have points on yourself already in a not like egotistical way but like in a go me way no that's not egotistical I know what you mean Mm. I feel like that about having a cold shower yeah because I I go like there's some days where I go I just don't want to do this Hmm. and then I go but it really does help and yeah. I have one, and then I go, well, that's done. Yeah. Um, and now I can get on with the day. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's a, I think that's a really lovely uh, thing to say because you're doing something for yourself, not only for yourself, uh, mentally, physically, um, but you're allowing yourself that time for you. And you know, I mean, some people, you know, the biggest um, victory they have in the morning is literally just getting out of bed for totally. whatever reason. Um, but whatever that reason is or whatever that thing is that you get that we start to the day where you go, right, I'm all, I'm off and running. I did something good. Yeah, I did something. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So I'll do that. I also really love starting off with like a, I, I love subliminal. So if, if you don't know what that is, a good example of it is my friend Stephanie Keith, who mm. runs the podcast um, Law of Attraction Tribe. She has these things called subliminals where basically it's like beautiful music and there are affirmations put in it mm. that are sped up so fast that you can't hear them at all. And they're also but at a they, different frequency. They're at a different frequency. Your, um, subconscious. And they repeat like thousands of times in the song. And I love starting the day with that Mm. while I write in my journal, whether it's like cards that I've pulled or Mm. if I'm writing my own affirmations or I'm writing like my like manifesting stuff for the day. I love like starting that because whatever magic she's put in that, (laughs) it really puts you in this cool mindset of like, today's going to be really positive. This is going to happen. I feel really great. Um, and yeah, so that like on an ideal day, you can change the order around sometimes, Mm -hmm. but they're the things I, I love to do to start my day. Great. Yeah. And I know you've kind of touched 
on that, but like, you know, ideal day, ideal day. But what would be like the perfect morning? The perfect like, morning. Yeah, the perfect morning. Till what time? What Till time like first thing until eight nine. Ah. Uh, no, let's take it up to about eleven, okay. like twelve, heading towards lunch. Like, do, what would like a perfect morning look like? Ooh. It's Saturday. Okay. So first of all, everyone would be in a really good mood. <laughs> <laughs> like a really <laughs> like yeah. a really chilled mood. Mm. And the weather would be really cool too. Like beautiful sunny morning. Mm. Um, so I would do all those things that I said without interruption, mm-hmm. ideally. Um, and then the kids might decide they want to sleep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. even better and then having like that like first cup of coffee that's like perfect mm. you know that like it's like just the perfect temperature the perfect amount of milk like everything about it is amazing so sitting outside right and having that which we do often in the summer we mm. sit outside and have our coffee and it's so nice and the kids are just like chilled and watching something and then going for a walk yeah and listening to a podcast or nothing we've been embracing the listening to nothing lately just like listening to nature so nice. like where we live is so beautiful and there's like a mm. hundred different birds in the street so just like walking down the street and listening and looking and going for this beautiful walk and then everyone's just like gets ready on the first time I ask <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be if all of the behavior was worked out it'd be like perfect. i said everyone's in a good mood yeah, yeah 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 and then like going to like a market like a farmer's market mm. and getting like fresh strawberries yeah. and like something yummy like i don't know something yummy to eat and then the day is just like kind of flows from there mm. that would clean probably- house the house is already clean. It, just cleaned, it cleaned itself. It's it cleaned itself. Yeah. Um, that would probably be like the best morning. Love it. Mm. And if you were by yourself, the same sort of vibe. Chuck a bath in there, maybe. Chuck a bath in, she says. Mm. <laughs> but Very yeah, good. it'd be pretty much the same. Um, what um, what, what first called you to your witchy ways? Now I know you've touched on this. Mm-hmm. in another podcast but for those who haven't heard what like what brought you to this uh, path um uh, i think it's it's always been there without the label like i've always been even as a kid i was really into crystals i like i wanted to be a geologist at one point because i loved learning about crystals and like all the different kinds you can find and that was when I was like seven Mm. and then like you know obviously you go through the I watched like charmed and the craft and practical magic and I had my own like book of shadows and I've always been very into like magical things like Mm. magical movies or fairies or unicorns whatever like I've always just loved that kind of stuff Um, but then as I got into adult world, I, 
I think it's like always kind of like come and go without me realizing what it was. So I would like go into Spellbox in the city, which is like a witchy shop in Melbourne. Um, when I was working in the city on my break, just mm. to like look around because I was just like super drawn to it. Um, and then, or I'd like, yeah, buy a crystal or whatever. There was always like something, but I never really knew what it was. And so growing up, I went to an Anglican school, but never clicked with being Christian. Is, mm. That's Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, never really clicked with it. Never really believed in God. Um, but I'd always believe in, I'm like, I believe in something. I just don't know what it is at all yeah so i kind of always had this like hole in my belief system or i guess that would be your soul wouldn't it there's your mind there's uh, there's a hole somewhere yeah like your your spiritual a spiritual uh, hole plug pretty much was like there was a socket there we didn't know what was going on nothing none of the puzzle pieces fit that i had found and so i found that once i had I became a mum. I had this idea of what I thought my life would be. Like I've always been like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mum and this is what my life will look like and da-da-da-da-da-da. It literally didn't work out like that. Not because I didn't want to, but because I am a very motivated person. I'm very driven. I've always had like five things that I want to do or like achieve or whatever it's true and i found i thought that being a mum would kind of fulfill all of that and as much as it's very fulfilling that's like mum life like i always believe that you have three different Hmm. kinds of life you have one where it's like you and your partner that's your life one where it's you and your children and then you have your own identity and i felt like that part of me was still missing but even more so and um we were going through a very like difficult time not like with each other but just there was like so much shit going on there was a Mm. lot of drama i was very overwhelmed with having a baby and being pregnant with another one and everything was just really intense and um Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of it was like a uh, it was a lot of it was a personal low point. stuff happening with and many many things. And we we were so always we were always good, um, but all the externals. We, yeah, I just um, felt very lonely, and mm. not with like obviously I had Patty, but in my own life I just felt very lost. And, and we so, were living we were living you know way down the peninsula, and we didn't really have anyone down there as either. And no. um, yeah. Well, mm. I, one car yeah um you know it was a tough it was a really tough time yeah and i think for you for, you know for, for me looking at you you know as much as you say yeah okay being a parent is is rewarding in itself but you, you need your own identity you, you need do. you need to retain some of yourself because without having yourself Who you're just you? you're just living for everyone else and not mm-hmm. for you and also then you go well what happens whenever it's just me as in like well that's why um, often mums or or dads have like a mental breakdown when their kids move out because they have no idea who they are well they haven't yeah that's right they haven't done and also you know even with the, with the cop as a couple you know mm-hmm. um just being parents all the it's time not enough we need it sometimes we need to also remember that 
you know, well, you we were, were a couple. Well, we were here first. Yeah. You were, you know, I was by myself before I was even with you. Totally. So. And then it was us and then it was us mm-hmm. and, and, and them, yeah. And so I just felt really, yeah, I felt that hole felt even more um, open, I mm. guess. And so then... I remember I I've told this story a million times, but anyway yeah. I But it's a good story. I was searching around in the rabbit hole of YouTube for I don't even know what and this video um popped up by Harmony Nice called uh like what is Wicca or witchcraft or something. And I was like, That's a good question. What is that? Because I Again, I had always been kind of like drawn to that kind of stuff, but never understood more than basic levels. Mm. Um, And so I clicked on it and she talked, the way she described it was basically how my mind works, like working with the seasons, connecting with nature. Um, Like I'm a very seasonal person. I have always Mm. been one to celebrate every little notch of the year whether it be christmas easter valentine's day summer autumn whatever and then i was like oh my god people actually do that is there like a belief system that's fucking sick (laughs) um (laughs) and so then i spent hours just like watching everything that she had done and i was like i literally feel like you are speaking my brain like everything you're saying is exactly how i'm feeling and there's a, a name for it. That's what I feel like I am. And so then I remember you came home and I was like, and just like spat out all this stuff. And I'm like, and I found this class where it's like a free like workshop where they like talk about what witchcraft is. And I really want to go. And so when I did, again, it was just this like confirmation of, everything I already believed, but with a name for it. Mm. And um, it kind of just went from there. Like the more I learnt, I never got sick of it. I've always wanted to learn more. Like even now, I'll always be reading something or learning something. And I found this like new confidence in myself Mm. and this like, um, like what's the word? Like I'm so sure of it. And usually I like can be a little bit influenced by other people's judgment. I felt like, I don't know, I'd kind of like shy away and be like, oh, like Mm. I just let other people's thoughts kind of knock me around. But the more I have dived into this, the more I'm like, actually don't give a shit what you think. Like this makes me feel so whole that you can believe whatever you want because I'm like 100% Mm. in what I believe. And then, you know, you meet other people who feel the same way and it kind of just like went from there. It's, um, I remember that day that you came home or that I came home and you were talking to me about it. And, and I was, I was born and raised a Catholic. I mean, I wasn't practicing, um, at that point anyway. Um, and it was a, a massive part of my upbringing because of where I lived. Um, it was who you were, uh, whether you were practicing or not, it was an identity yeah um and so i remember you saying that this wicked witchcraft thing and i was going what is it i was mm. like what what is it because you know i only knew it was beat into me as a kid well we um, all have that 
yeah. in our, in that, our brains, that which sort of is our misconception, yeah. whatever people think. And then you spoke more about it, and I was like, oh, wow, that sounds really actually quite nice. And then you went, I'm going to go to this class. And then you went, and then when you came back and told me all about it, and then that was the thing, I think, there's a big sign, and that was what I, what I was going to ask you as well, like, when did you know you felt like you belonged? Because, and, and I just from what you'd said, I suppose you've already touched on it, you know, you felt like the the, the plug had gone into the outlet, mm. um, something had been switched on, and that thirst continues, because, you know, people have fads and, and phases where they go, oh, I like this, and then after a while they go, nah, nah. Yeah. But if you've constantly got this thirst and this hunger well, you're for feeding it, your soul. then that's obviously a call. Mm. And that's obviously something that is like, mm-hmm. a, it either always has been or you didn't realize it was, but it's a calling mm-hmm. for you. Uh, and it's calling you to, to be a part of it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, I think that's, that's probably the case with a lot of people is they're, they're going, I don't know what it is, but it's something. Do you know what I mean? I don't know mm-hmm. what I believe, but it's something. And yep. I don't agree with these very strict constructs of what organized religions can do. Some people love it, and that's that's yeah. great. And like, if that works, that, that works. So but some people love like... that, and some people go... So You know, some people... You know, I've got an, an auntie went through the same thing. I experienced a really bad tragedy and then became a born-again Christian. And that was, that was it for her. She was like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. This is my life. And fair play to you, if that's what it is that does it. Um, and I, but I feel like because the the more traditional upbringing is organized religion, you know, whether it be Christianity or Judaism normal, or whatever. Uh, but then you get people that that sort of go, nah, this doesn't work for me, and then they find something else, mm-hmm. like you know, witchcraft, and they go, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and how amazing because. Uh, you know, obviously, I've known you for quite a while now, but knowing that you you liked all that stuff and mm. knowing that you would talk about um, even manifesting, manifesting, and you had ta- yeah. you had a, an oracle deck or something. Yeah, like that. I have the that mermaid oracle deck was yeah. my very first one. But that was way before anything. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, and I don't, I'm not telling you that. Um, Next question. Mm-hmm. I sorry, we. Mm-hmm would like to know and I, and you have touched on this uh, earlier on um, so you did mention about you know you always thought about what people thought so initially mm-hmm. initially how did you feel about what they let's say they the people the people in general would feel or think versus how do you feel now um about the obvious about, about being a witch about getting involved in it practicing um and yeah because i know a lot of people put a lot of pressure on like oh i'm gonna have a coming out of the broom closet yeah. party and things like that and I'm that's fine like if that. you want to do, do that but i mean i feel like if anything you're just making a big deal or something that actually doesn't have to be a big deal if it's so common this is the thing is I even though like uh, I can be very like I don't give a shit about like what people think Mm. but you like that with me anyway yeah you don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) but 
I feel I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I've become this way. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think I have always been a very sensitive Leo where it's like you can appear to be very confident, but you soak in people's words very much. And so I think when I first like kind of went down this path, I, of course, was very like uncertain about what people would think because everyone has that idea of what a witch is which is like the stereotypical like maybe it's like you know the people that dress like really goth and have like dark you know energy Mm. and I don't know devil worshippers devil worshipping big nose green skin pretty much like the the stereotypical stuff you hear from people I think of course, that's going through your mind because we all had those thoughts at some point. Yeah. Um, well, Disney did a very good job of that. <laughs> yes. And all the stories. Um, but then I think... I mean, I don't know. I probably... Do I even have those thoughts anymore? Probably not. I think, I think when I started my business was probably the biggest time where I was like, oh my God, like once I kind of like really talk about the fact that I'm doing this people are going to know Mm. but by that point I had really changed a lot of like friendship like friend friendships in my life and I had kind of found people who made me feel very like confident and they were very supportive Mm. and they were also some of them were very they were either witches or very open to stuff like that mm. whether it be psychics or whatever or just easygoing people or just very open-minded people so yeah you, you had a bit of a, a a couple of a couple of bad runs with yep. certain people and, and yes they just... knocked me a bit mm. but then you know you you find good ones and yeah. you you go that like all that stuff helps so i think i think i kind of just like <sighs> i I went through the approach of like, do I do this? Do I say this? What if people like make fun of me? What if people laugh? What if whatever? Mm. But then I kind of like, this was around the time of COVID as well. When COVID really hit is when I started my business properly. Because before then, this was something I just did for myself. Mm -hmm. And I never, I'm not the most like, outspoken person when it comes to my personal life like I usually keep things about myself quite quiet Mm. Um, I'm not usually one to kind of throw information about my thoughts and feelings unless it's kind of necessary I'm just more of a private person Mm. Um, so it had been easy to kind of like hide not hide but keep that my witchy part to myself where by starting a business you're basically saying to the world hello, I'm a witch and I'm running a business that's to do with witchcraft, mm. which is a little bit daunting. But by this point, I had two kids. Um, we're going into a pandemic. And I was kind of just like, you know, and I'd been through all these like shitty friendships and all this drama that I was talking about before. Like, When you started the business in May or March that year? I, I think 20, so. Yeah, but then... I think like... 
it was just this big combination of stuff mm. and i think all of that made me go you know what like i just don't give a shit yeah and i already had negative people in my life who were judgy and made me feel crap for just being a person, let alone being a witch. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, if they're going to do that, like, fuck them. Yeah. You know, like, I don't care. Like, if you're <laughs> going to judge me, that says more about you than it does about me. Because I don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. Unless you're a serial killer, like, I don't care what no. you do or how what you believe. So I expect the same in return. And totally. if you don't do that then I don't want you to be my friend anyway. So I think because you you also go like, what would I tell my kids if this was them and they were going through the same thing? What would I say? I'm like, well, then I'm going to say the same thing to myself. So what, I mean, at the, look, we've had this conversation a ton of times and it's every time it sparks something. It's like, yes. Okay. Moments moments where you have to do things that are are daring and 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 risky are 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 scary but ultimately like it doesn't really matter none of this matters none Mm -hmm. of it matters as long as what you're doing is good for yourself Mm -hmm. and makes you happy and you're not hurting anyone so do whatever the fuck you want yeah if you as long as you're not hurting anyone and and that's that's kind of it and also if like like you say if if people don't want to come along for the ride that's totally fine. It, yeah. it might be like, and it's not just like cut and burn. You're meet it's other not, people. On I'm not talking about cut and burn because I know a lot of people are like that. They're a bit like, well, if, if you don't like my ways, then fuck you. It's not. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, is like, if someone would say change their opinion of you and treat you differently as a result of it says this or, or whatever, then you just go, maybe you're not one of my people. And it sets boundaries as well to say, this is what I expect from a friend, from a family member, from a whoever, a partner. I expect this level of um, open-mindedness and respect as I would give you. you. And if you can't do that, then that's fine. Like, if you disagree with what I believe in, that's fair enough. It just but means if things that- change between us, then that that's different. Yeah. Now, I've got mates, one of my best mates, he and I are very opposite we have debates about everything he's one of my best mates and he's also like 20 years older than me but you know I'm godfather of one of his kids I was mm. best man at his wedding he was one of my groomsmen um, it, you know that's fine but if it's causing conflict and if it's causing problems then, then well, if judgment comes into it and there's, then, then there's, there's an, an issue. issue but ultimately none of this matters I was speaking to someone we were filming the other day and the person we were shooting she was a bit nervous about being on camera and she kept tongue twisting herself and I went do you know what and I, <laughs> this is one of my one of my directing techniques I was like do you know what everyone who watches this video one day is going to die no mm-hmm. one gives a shit well, I said is- so there's no need to be embarrassed mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter all we want you to do is talk about whatever we were talking about at the time and she was like that's a really valid point mm-hmm. I'm like like you know if you were to walk into a shop tomorrow and go, <laughs> and everyone turns around and looks at you, and you walk out. They're gonna in two minutes later. They're gonna be like, "That was that was weird." Now that person who did that, right? That person who did the yodel in, in the shop could pass away tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that's it. It doesn't matter that they ever did that. Yeah. Well, this is another they thing. Is punch the homeless person different? 
we're, we are all going to die. So imagine getting to your last moments and going, did I do the things that really made me happy? Did mm. I do the things that were really true to who I was? Mm. Or did I waste my life worrying about what people may or may not even think and make that stopped me from doing it mm. because those people may not even give a shit. They you might also have live gone, in somebody cool. else's life. Exactly. So I might <laughs> as well live my life and learn the lessons that come with it, learn the people who are going to come along with it. And then when I get to the very last day, I can go, yeah, I did, it all. I did what I wanted to do. And I lived the life that was meant to be for me. And now I can die peacefully. Yeah. Not, not wandering. That's the thing. Like, you know, um, the, 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 like, I mean, it gets into a tricky topic, but there's, you know, obviously people that have a, a, lived their lives a certain way that society looks down on or mm-hmm. um, judges or whatever. And that, you know, obviously, you know, um, paganism is, is one of those, one of those. Um, and there are people that would, would, would squash that mm. and, and kill it and go, nah, that's not me, that's not me, for fear of, as I say, live, you live in somebody else's life because you're, you're wondering what they would approve of and whatnot. Who's to say they're right? It's like your parents, you know, because when my parents said X, they, they may not have been right. They're all guessing the same way as we're all guessing opinion. how to live. Um, yeah. And you're right, you know, you might get to the end and then go, I never really got to do the stuff. I really wanted mm. to do a thing or I really wanted to be that type of person. We're all given the gift of a life and mm. why would you... And not live it totally like who really cares who, who cares? you know who really cares that's right and that's, that's the thing so you go you go oh that person doesn't like me and you go okay there's seven and a half billion people on the planet mm-hmm. one of them will well, like me well there's, there's a good chance a ton of them will yeah um so why why bother you know and, and it's so it's so short like time's so short that like you, you can just well, you don't even know when worry about the things that don't matter and then you get to the end you go oh shit I worried all that I know that was ah oh, jeez oh, they were a lovely person but oh, they worried a lot <laughs> like, I know um, but you know I mean obviously there's 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 different circumstances like there's people that would be you know who might say I'm going to get shunned from my family and and you go okay and they go but I, lo- I love my family and you go yeah and that must be really difficult but they're preventing you from being you so if they were your family and they loved you and cared for you then you would imagine that they would want they'll find a way back to you i can't imagine anything our kids would do i mean if our kids murdered somebody i'd be pretty pissed off about it but like but like you know i can't imagine much that they would do that i would be like right that's it you're not my child i would at least have an open conversation about it you know if i didn't agree with it I'd be like, all right, why? Mm. Because X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, that's, that's actually far enough. I wouldn't be like, right, that's it. You're you're out of the family. Or, I mean, and that happens to people. I know all the time. Yeah. Mm. It's really sad. So yeah. Right. So you just, you just don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as much. Um, what? Um, so since all this has has started, what has been um, the most magical thing that has happened to you like um and it can be anything but what's the most magical thing that has occurred while in my you were, own practice while you were practicing yeah. oh my gosh 
Oh, see, this is why you need to prep you me, me three, so then. I can think of things. Because you know what I'm like. It's like trying to pick a movie. You go. Oh. I wanted you to think I was going to ask really shit. Like <laughs> no, I knew you'd ask questions, questions like, "What like what type of cheese do you like?" Let me think. Brie, Daphne, what? <laughs> it's hard because there's so so many things. Also, All right. what was the first big magical thing that happened to you that you went, holy shit, I just did that? Or holy shit, that just happened? You know what I think is one of the, like, I mean, obviously there's that one I, I've talked about a million times with the, like, sparkle mm. thing in the sky. That, to this day, like, still blows my mind because I don't understand how that happens. But I think... It's like there's like so many little moments where you feel your like third eye brain or your witchy mind start to expand and things start to come in. So that could be like, remember the night I woke up and I thought you were crying Mm. in the study. I could hear a man crying and I thought it was you. And I like went in and had a look and there was literally no one in there and you were asleep next to me. Mm. And I was like, whoo, that's a bit freaking spooky. Mm. Um, But then from then on, like I would start to hear things or like my intuition really like peaked. So Mm. it was like cool little things like that. But then also, you know, just like moments when you, I'll have like a meditation and then I do a card reading afterwards and everything perfectly aligns. Yeah. So you have these like really like cool synchronicities. And I think even like to this day when that happens, like I always get this like, like it always makes me laugh because I'm like, you can't even write that shit. Like you cannot <laughs> write it. I know some of the stuff you tell me, I'm like. It sounds insane. That's... And the fact that it's like happening right in front of you, you're like how could you not want to be a witch it's so cool like Mm. all these cool things happen all the time and you just like laugh because you go that's insane that this is even happening Mm. but it just did and it happened last week as well and it happened it's probably gonna happen Mm. next week so i think there's like not nothing like really big there probably is and i totally can't remember it because i have no iron in my body and my brain doesn't function anymore (laughs) but I think it's just like all those like little moments where you just like laugh and go, that's literally so perfect. I couldn't make that up. Do you remember, and I, there's a lot of these from, from you definitely. Do you remember when we lived in safety beach and you cast a circle and buttons was with you? No, it was Norman. Oh, was it Norman? It was Norman. He came in and sat with me. Like the very first time I ever cast a circle, um, Norman came down and sat next to me in it. Hmm. And then when I finished and I opened the circle, he got up and left. Hmm. And it was like, yeah, he knew that he was in something special hmm. and he didn't leave. And if you know Norman, like he doesn't care yeah, about he, anything. He, yeah, he, really care about he much. will he will ruin your magical practice and not bat an eyelid. But <laughs> he'll, he he'll ruin your yoga practice. He w- definitely he sits on my yoga mat <laughs> in my face, doesn't care. But in this like, situation, it's like he knew something special was going on. Yeah. He sat and waited and I opened it and then he left. So that was pretty cool. I remember the night you told me that and I was like, Holy shit, maybe she's on to something here. Mm-hmm. 
um, what, um, ah, oh, yeah, right. This is one that probably gets asked a lot by people. Mm-hmm. What, how do you, in amongst kids, me, business, uh, me, and <laughs> the kids, and, you know, friends and family, how do you find fitting in practice for yourself? Like, what, what, what? I mean, I mean, ideally, you'd want to be doing it all the time, but like, yeah. what, like, how do you fit it in? Um, I think, you know what, I think I used, and I probably still have moments of this, and I'm sure you would agree, is I used to put a lot of pressure on mm. myself to be like the best witch ever. And like, if there was a Sabbath, it had to be this big thing. And I had to like, you know make a big celebration of it and if I didn't I would get so upset and so disappointed or if there was a full moon I would really like beat myself up and go why didn't I do anything for it meanwhile I'm running a business having kids doing all this stuff and it kind of like took the enjoyment out of it which in turn made me even more disappointed that I'd kind of like sabotaged my own practice and so I think one thing that I've really learnt now is that even the most simple things mm. are still a thing. Like even, and I was talking to my friend Michelle about this the other day because we were coming up to Astara and we were both like, like, what are you doing for it? And she was like, I actually have no idea. And I'm like, I don't know either. Like it's just been so busy. Um, I don't know what to do. And we were like, you know what? I think like even acknowledging the fact that it is a Stara is something. Mm. Like even like waking up and going, today is a Stara. It's such a beautiful day. Look at all those beautiful flowers outside. Mm. Like it's coming Just into spring. It. It's really nice. And acknowledging the fact that this is where we are in the wheel, that's something. Mm-hmm. And people often like don't think that. Mm. But that's more than you would have done before you totally. were a witch. You know, I didn't even know what a star was. Yeah, exactly. So just like really simplifying it often finds the most beauty in it as well. And you find that um, it's kind of like a domino effect because you've like gone, you know, for example, use a star again today is a star right? and then you start to notice like wow there's so many beautiful flowers out today oh wow like look at the trees like they look even more green than they did hmm. because it's a star like that's really cool and you start to like notice more things and then maybe you might make something and go i'm gonna add like a little bit of this and that in it hmm. because that's kind of a star vibes and so you know what I mean? Like it kind of dominoes from that. It's just every, everyday magic. Everyday magic is the most important magic. Mm. And like if you can do a, a big ritual or a big spell thing or whatever, like, you know, eight really? plus, that's awesome. And, you know, we all should make time to do that every once in a while. But it's the everyday magic that kind of like keeps your witchy soul alive. I and think. it's like a, you're feeding it as well. Yeah. Um, because you're acknowledging it. Like you think of a fireplace, you don't just dump a log on it, it like all the time. Yeah. You just add to it over time and that's mm. what keeps the fire going. Yeah. And every once in a while you will put a big piece in mm. and that kind of like slowly burns up. But it's those little pieces mm. that 
get it going. Yeah. Um, the acknowledging things like that is is something that you can do because life is hectic for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, though, I will say is that since the start of this podcast, and I remember, uh, I don't know when it was, somewhere at the start of the year, and you said, oh, I haven't really done anything to organize it. And I said, you just did a, to an hour and a half podcast. Yeah. Like, you wrote notes. You, you're sharing you know, it with other You're people. sharing it with other people. And that's mm. another thing as well. Every time you release a, a ritual box, like, you're sharing the the My joy of that sabbath yeah with other people so yeah. you're talking about it you're informing people about it you're answering questions you're writing out notes you're mm. um putting all the That's ingredients true. together it may not be for you and i know that you know i bought you candles the other day for halloween because you know you don't want to make them all the time um <laughs> but like you know it's it's good to to not just give it away all mm. the time to other people um but the acknowledging it is super and 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 even as you say just that overall gen, general mindfulness of seasons and moon and um animals nature what's going on outside like there's people that I was talking to funny the other day and they were like oh when's when's spring is it and i'm like oh spring started two weeks or a week mm. and a half ago and i knew exactly when it started mm. and i'm like gee i would never have known that years mm. ago i would have just trip through the year and then going oh it's summer again it like, just like makes these things these like simple things have a little bit more meaning. depth to yeah. it yeah yeah fuck yeah mm. yeah yep definitely love it love it um what do you what do you love most about me oh i don't know how that got in there um <laughs> i didn't even know where to start what what do you love most about me again i oh, know hold on i'll delete that one what's your favorite food What's my favorite food? Yeah, just thought to throw Ooh. that one in there. Oh, <laughs> let me think. That's a tricky like, one. Um, let's do breakfast. What's your favorite breakfast? Oh, at the moment, my favorite breakfast is yogurt with strawberries and granola. Mm-hmm. That's like my absolute favorite thing. But I also am very partial to poached eggs, sourdough toast with some avocado, mushrooms, and halloumi. And. And hollandaise sauce. And a bit of hollandaise, baby. Mm. What is your favorite lunch? Like, give me your favorite lunch. <sighs> I love a good sandwich. You do love a good sandwich, mm. don't you? Yeah, you always go back to the sandwiches. Yeah, like, they're just, you know, they hit the spot. You can't go past a good sandwich. Ingredients, please. Oh, my gosh. Um, maybe a chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, some avo. Mm-hmm. Some cheese, mm-hmm. some dill, oh, dill, dill and mayo, bit of Dijon, bit of Dijon. Um, what else do I put in there? Yeah, that's about it. Bit of love. Mm. Um, snack, popcorn. Done. Um, dinner <laughs> night. Dinner's a this tricky one. This is a tricky one. one. Just maybe go top three cuisines. Mexican. Done. Italian. Right. Love a good burger. You do love a good burger. Mm. I thought you would have said Indian. I do. No, I do love Indian, but I, I mean, a good burger. You make the best chicken burgers 
ever. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yes, I've discovered I'm very good at comfort food. <laughs> you actually are very good. He makes good pizza, good pasta, good burgers. I spent like two days making dough. <laughs> I mean, I make it over the space of five hours. It rests the rest of the time. The lazy bastard. Um, dough is so lazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I've realized that that's my calling is being good at comfort food. But which that's is what's good. It makes people happy. So great. I mean, I can. I mean, I did a did a great, you know, salad tonight. Mexican salad. We did have Mexican salad. It was so good. With a wee bit of coriander and lime juice and delicious. We are coriander people. Oh, sorry if you're an a coriander. S- sorry if like you're soap. a soap mouth. Uh, that's your problem, not mine. We are <laughs> coriandites. Corin- coriander. Coriander. You like coriander. Mm. Um. What's your favorite herb? Dill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dill. You can't go past dill. dill. I feel like dill is very underrated. Like no one it ever is. talks about it. It's always about basil, which is delicious. Dill, it's pretty good. But or like parsley because it goes in everything. Do people everything. like parsley? Like, is that our favorite? Yeah, thing? yeah. No, it goes in everything. Pasta dishes, everything. True. But dill. Mint is awesome. But dill is dill's so incredible. good. So good. Yeah. Dill's, dill's mm, Norman likes dill. He likes to eat it all from the garden. He it's does. really annoying. He next to dill. <laughs> and the coriander. <laughs> He's also a coriander. And the marigolds. <laughs> and the marigolds. Prick. Um, what um, tell me, tell me this. We'll get back on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. What, like, since you've started, what is now Rose Thorns? So this this yep. obviously includes working siege. But what, what are you most proud of since you started? Because it has been a... It's evolved a lot, hasn't it? It has been. A, it's been an evolution. It's also been a long road. And it's also um, taken a few twists and turns. But, like, what what, what, are, you, what are you most proud of? Um, or what's your proudest moment, even? I always feel the most proud when I get a message from someone. Mm-hmm. And they say, um, I you know i'm just going on this path or i you know they can be anywhere like as advanced as whatever but the people that go you know you really made me feel like really positive about who i am about being a witch about this community i really feel like you understand me i feel like i'm safe Mm. in a safe place like that to have created and this is what i wanted from the very beginning is to create something that makes people feel completely normal mm. completely safe somewhere where they can go and learn and have fun and mm. it's like a really happy positive you know community and so to have people message me and like say thank you so much for giving that safety to me or that happiness or you know this made me smile or whatever to be able to impact someone in that way i think is like it's why you do it like Mm. yeah you can earn money and you can you know get um, all these followers and whatever and like that obviously is all part of it but to like actually make a difference in someone's life who has been going through who knows what or who feels completely alone or you know is feeling something that all of us have felt at some point and to have been able to contribute to someone's life who I don't even know mm. 
means the most to me. Mm. Like that is the most fulfilling thing I get. And even to this day, I when I get messages, I'm always like, oh my God, that's so nice. And I'll always read them to mm. you. And like they give me the biggest boost out of anything, I think. That's beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, that's really beautiful. Because, I mean, as much as, you know, you refer to it as... Um, a business a lot it's actually it's more not, than that it's actually not um it was in the beginning but now it's evolved into something even more than that yeah and it, and it definitely has evolved into uh you know a, a, a place a, a, like a a spiritual place where people can meet and you know i mean it says at the start of the podcast it says you say it, um every week when people listen to this um, podcast cabin in the woods it's just a it's creating a safe space and you know i think setting out to sort of normalize something that is usually judged or people are discriminated against in that say, sense you know um discriminated against and maybe that's a bit of a different the wrong phrase but um definitely judged and definitely treated well, like you're a feel... freak or an outcast because of pure sort of ignorance really and yeah. it's not their fault it's not it's no one's fault that they don't know these things um you know it's it's kind of like someone saying oh muslims are terrorists and you're like wow you that's completely ignorant you know that they've been around for ever mm. <laughs> and you know what i mean like and have always been a part of society and there's never been that thought about them until you know all the shit kicked off but you know having a creating this place where you can normalize that for people is uh is a beautiful thing and i think like people everyone just wants to be understood and everyone just wants to be heard so i think when you mm. feel like you are it's a very like uplifting and freeing thing and the thing is is as much as i have given people confidence or that feeling of being understood or whatever like everyone has also given that to me mm. so like when i get those messages that's like me getting confirmation that's me getting heard and understood mm. so it's like not just me being like the head honcho <laughs> it's like we're all in this together so whatever i give you you know you're also giving me so i think it's like a really nice ah it's a nice you know, it's a nice community to be a part of because it's just like constantly giving and, yeah. you know. That's beautiful. Hmm. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, what do you love most about me? Oh no, God. sorry, hold on. I don't know why that keeps popping up. Um, what, uh, what book are you reading at the moment? Um, I've got like probably like seven books going i'm still reading it's right here fairy magic by aurora kane um i've been so bad with reading lately just because i've been so bloody tired so for those of you who don't know i'm 28 weeks pregnant have no iron have no like iron. literally no iron i think what do you meant what's the ideal is like between so normal levels of iron are between 60 and 40 i'm sorry 140 and i have five but <laughs> funny, well, it's not funny. A few weeks ago, Amy had a blood test, and they went in order to qualify for a blood transfer or an iron transfusion, you need to be sitting at thirty-one, and she was at thirty-three. Mm. 
and then three weeks later she comes in at five and they went oh shit I showed you we better get yeah what were you doing were you at the back bleeding yourself just, just to get get it out um, so my um, yeah my reading hasn't been very good but I am reading that still and I love it so much because very like Beltane vibes we're about to go into Beltane fairy vibes um, also I'm reading what's it called it's a book about Hecate. It's called like keeping the keys, keeping her keys or something. I'm also reading that. I just totally butchered the name. I know that's wrong. Something like that. I'm reading that, but I think I'm going to start all the practical magic books again because I love them. <laughs> How many times have you read the Harry Potter series? Oh, Harry Potter, like five, six, seven. The series you've yeah. read them. That's crazy. I know, it's so good. The only time I really read books is when I record audiobooks. Yeah, you're not a good reader. And you're missing out so much because you have a creative mind. And I feel like I know, but... you would feed, it would feed your mind so much because reading is so awesome. I know. But this isn't about me and what I'm missing out on in life. We'll talk about this later. What do you love most about me? What... Um, <laughs> Alright, so I am um, I'm curious about this as well. Okay. But what 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 you know, what is coming up and what does the future look like for you and for Rosethorn Cottage and for um you know your followers and subscribers and all the people that listen to this podcast. What is what have you got in the works and mm-hmm. what can people look forward to um well one thing and this is like we were talking about this before is like the whole like fear of judgment and what will people think and blah 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 blah. um and what's that what's that term called where you feel like you don't deserve it or you don't belong like you know you know what it, imposter syndrome imposter syndrome sometimes i get like this um, and this is about my book, which has been a goal for, you know, forever. Forever. Like I've always loved writing. I've always been very creative. I must say this. Mm. You're a fucking good writer. Thank you. And if you ever read Amy's very long posts, um, you'll get a wee taste of that. Mm. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're. You're a good writer. Thank you. Yeah. So my big goal is I want to write a book. I want to write all about seasonal witchery because that's like my passion and basically Mm -hmm. who I am and what kind of witch I identify as. Um, And so I really want to do that. Uh, But I have also worked through the, am I going to be good enough? What if, like, who am I to write a book? Uh, what if people like don't like it you know Mm. all all the crap that goes through your mind and now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like whatever like just write the damn book because no one's gonna judge something that doesn't exist and you know what there (laughs) will be people that judge it yeah because I'm not for everyone and who cares like at least I know I did it seven and a half billion people so many people and in 120 years, all of us will be And dead. I don't like every witchcraft book or every bloody whatever, you know? Like, we don't have to like everything. Nope. So that's just something I've had to get over. So 
The book is the big thing. Obviously, yep. there is a baby coming what? very soon. I know, right? I, I'm not just gaining weight for no reason. Yes, I am baby. eating more chocolate, but <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, yeah, because he likes chocolate. Um. So yes, the book is the next next big thing. Um. Give birth. Give birth. Um, I really want to work more with my Patreon people mm-hmm. because they're awesome. You've met a lot of them. Penny's yeah. jumped on lives before with them. And they are so good. And I love being able to like kind of deep dive more into magical stuff and like build those mm. that community. And like we have lots of fun there and fun chats. And it's like becoming this really supportive Mm, it's a nice little community and then yeah and well yeah and obviously with that you know they deserve they deserve the the extra the extra bonusy bits um so i really want to push more there and obviously like i because i have such a creative mind and i like i love instagram because you can create like little videos and photos and but it's becoming this it's those people that work with social media accounts know that it can be a real like pain in the butt. It ends up being really bl- there's just so sorry. much. Sorry, that's very. I'm sorry, am I me. boring you? <laughs> not, a, not at all. I am also tired. There's but so much it's... politics, and you need to do this then. And if you say this, they're going to ban you. And there's like oh, all yeah, this yeah, crap yeah. that comes. Oh, with it. but yeah, right. I, so. Yeah. I really want to move into, obviously I'm going to stay there, but go into YouTube so I can create, Mm. I can get all that like beautiful stuff that's in my brain that I see all around where I live and like throw it in there and it's just out there, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So YouTube, book, BAB. Just a couple of things. And Patreon, definitely. I mean. Patreon's fun. Well, yeah, and also, you know, like you say, if um, everyone deserves more of you, um, but you know, if people are people are supporting you mm. with what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and then they deserve a wee bit more support back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suppose that's where the five week rotation from the shop with the shop came yeah. from was to allow yourself more time to do all that kind yeah. of jazz. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, great. We're on the home stretch, okay. Amy Harvey, um, and I haven't deviated. I have. I. I'm um, actually. I was expecting a few more like corkers. I thought you'd want to make me cry. It's not hard. To how do. could I have done that? I don't know. Like throw in an emotional question or something. I did. I said, "How do you feel about me?" Oh, but that's that deserves a whole podcast. Um. So much. To what was say. gonna? What would make you cry? <laughs> I don't know. I cried everything. No, I don't want to make you cry. Um, what um. What's your nighttime routine like? Not on a podcast night. So, I I love one thing that is like my absolute favorite thing ever is to end the day with a bath. Uh-huh. I love um I've always been extremely connected with water. As a fire sign, I feel like it balances me out. So throughout the day, I can get very um, intense and my brain gets very intense. That's why 
probably a lot of fire signs have anxiety because yep. I'm so like ah, all day. And I feel like when I go into the bath, it just like quietens down. You know, it's like when you have the candle and you push it out and the smoke goes it's like mm. that. Just like calms me down and brings me back down to earth. And I feel like that kind of like... Not only is it very cleansing as well, because you put salt and like I have a whole bar thing that I do. I know. But um, and it's very picturesque. It's so good. It cleanses me. It restarts me, so I can like have a really beautiful sleep. Because to me, sleep is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I always love to have a bath. Um, ideally, I would like to read, but that's not been happening because. I then fall into a coma. But I think if I'm going to do anything yet, it would be have a bath. That's probably my only nighttime thing, really. Okay. And then and you also have to give me a kiss. Yes. Um, all right. I'm just going to fire at some getting to know you questions. Oh, uh, yes. So let's go. Let's go. Um, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Go. Um, oh, there's too many places, but obviously I really want to go to Disneyland, but, um, I would love to go like Scandinavia, like Norway, mm. Sweden, go into the forest, look at the Northern Lights, just be a total like Yoni Yinton. Yes. Wild witch. Done. Uh, favorite movie you could watch over and over again and never get sick of. Practical Magic, um, 100%. Yeah. I also really, really love The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ugh. Walter Mitty, sorry. If you haven't seen... Oh, my God. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, you must. You. you simply it's must. It's just the most, like, beautiful movie. I was in, like, he... Tr- it's, a, a, it's about this guy who lives in a, a life that's so... Same, same every day. Very mundane. But he has this brain that transports him where he's a superhero or he's fighting a shark or whatever because he's so desperate to break free from his Mm. box. And then he slowly does. As the movie progresses, you'll see how. And he travels to all these amazing places like Greenland and Afghanistan Mm. and somewhere else. Iceland. Iceland. All these, all these crazy places, and he starts to unravel and become this like new version of himself. Yeah, and it's so good. That's a great film. So it's be- so it's based on a story from years ago, Walter, the Secret of Walter Mitty, and um, Ben Stiller directed it, and he's in it. And and I might- did judge it before I had seen it because like I yeah I like Ben Stiller as like Zoolander he can be good and also because you judge my suggestions of films all we the time. have different ideas of what a comedy is yeah but one of my suggestions is one your us- favorite film I know but he's not funny in it he's <laughs> no. not funny he's like he has moments ser- of ha- of funniness yeah, but he, does. he is it's actually the characters around him that are funny hmm. but he is he's amazing. Brilliant. He's just so... Oh, my God. It's just such a good movie. That's I will, so good. Yes. And also, one more, Christopher Robin. Oh, with you, oh McGregor. Oh, my God. That movie makes me cry from happiness. Like, it's so beautiful. Like, Winnie the Pooh is, like, one of my favorite things ever. And it's, like, the things he says 
are so beautiful and um, innocent mm. and simple, mm. but also so deep at the same time. And I cry the whole movie. It's a pretty good film. It's so it's good. So, yeah, it's so cute. Oh, my God. The way he says, oh, yeah. You gotta watch it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, so, it's good. so good. Oh my gosh! And the funny thing was when we watched it was during lockdown. And On my birthday. Yes, but mm-hmm. remember we started to watch it and the kids were too young and they just went nah because yeah. it was live action. So then they were at daycare and it was pouring with rain outside. We had a fire going. We were in lockdowns. So we had nowhere to be and it was my birthday and we had a cheese plate. I know, plate. and they still had they opened daycare. Yeah, daycare we, was still open at this point. And we had a 5K radius still. Around. Yeah, we were in the bubble, yeah. but they could go. And Poppy was at kinder before they shut everything down. Um, and so we watched it, yeah. and I cried the whole time. It was the best. And it was the best. It was the best. Mm. Um, name a book that changed your life. Mm, I would say Harry Potter. Okay. Because, one, it is. it says that witches and wizards are uh, not a bad thing. They mm-hmm. weren't the bad. Obviously, there was a baddie, mm-hmm. but they weren't bad. They were normal. Mm-hmm. They did normal things just like us. But also, I, as a kid, because I started reading it mm-hmm. as it first came out, I was the same age as Harry Potter when the first book came out and to me it was like it infused our world with magic mm. like even to this day any like harry potter movie or whatever i don't i know people have a thing against jk rowling now and i get that but you have to at least admit she has infused our world with mm. magic and i think like what a gift you know, like her creative brain gave us so much. And as a kid, it changed my life mm. because it just like, you just were transported somewhere amazing. And I think that's such a gift to be able to do that for somebody. Mm. So yeah, definitely that. And it's bloody good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Good movies too. We've just been um, watching Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. I love it. So, it's awesome. It's, it's like total escapism. Mm. Um, what um, what's, what animal do you have a spiritual connection to? What well, type of animal? You, you do agree that in a past life I was probably a cat. Oh, 100%. <laughs> because I can be <laughs> very like... Like if you... It's like, you know, if you hug a cat... Um, for too long, they will bite you. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can hug me, but if it's like for too long, I'm like, okay, that's enough, but I'll come to you. And if, <laughs> and that's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> I have my own kind of like rules and if you have to like live by that and if you don't, I'll claw your eyes out. Um, <laughs> so there, there is that connection. Um, but let me think. When I did, I remember I did my like deep travel into finding a spirit animal guide and I had a deer, like a reindeer. Oh yeah. And I, I've always found them to be so majestic and yeah, I've always been really 
connected with them so maybe that nice well. yeah like like stag or like yeah, like, a, like, like any sort of like a reindeer type animal yeah no more a stag i'd like, say or like yeah they got the big i feel like wolf. that would be my patronus nice mm. and they're beautiful yeah. they're so beautiful um amy what does happiness look like to you i don't know how people answer this question because it is quite a hard one mm. Because you want to give a good answer, don't you? Um, it's like giving a speech at the Oscars. You want to include everyone. Yeah, I know. You want to say all the right things. You want to sound really, like, deep as well. Yeah. <sighs> happiness. What does happiness look like to me? I feel like there's, like, so many versions of it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, to me, happiness is, like when oh my gosh i don't even know how to articulate it properly let me think about it i feel like there's like little things that give me happiness it's like when the kids are giggling and even though they've been so annoying they have this giggle together and you go that's like it just like warms your heart or when you've had a day where Everything's just like chilled. There's no real issues. Everything is where it should be. That's kind of happiness as well. But I think when you, to me actually, when I'm like at the beach in the ocean and everything is like quiet and peaceful and calm, that's happiness as well. So I guess my answer is, there's like so many different versions and so many, so many different snapshots of what happiness is and mm. it hits you in so many different ways. I know that's kind of like the most abstract way of answering it. No, I think... But there's, it's again, it's those like little moments. I think little moments yeah. are... People often shrug them off, but they're so good. It's even waking up in the morning on my ideal morning and it's quiet and... The birds are chirping and I have that first sip of coffee. That's happiness. Because all the big stuff overcomplicates things. But when you have these like little simple moments, they are the ones you often remember as well. Mm -hmm. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It can be anything. It can be what does ultimate happiness look like? Oh, well, it's, you know. Yeah, what does that even look like? Well... Life is made up of little moments, you know? So yeah. I think if you can find lots of little moments that make you happy, then you're pretty much going to be happy all the time or a lot of the time. Well, what does success look like? Well, that's hard because cause <laughs> you have people who go next, you know? What do you mean? Like they achieve what success is and they go next. Yeah, but what's success though? Feeling content, maybe? I don't know. See, you use that word a lot. I don't like the word content. I like... Content means, like, for me, it means settle. See, success for me looks like happiness. If I'm happy, I'm successful. But to me, content is, like, breathing easy, knowing that all is well, which is also happiness. Mm. I think you're right, though. It's Happiness is not one thing it's moments mm, it's that, lots that of little things are you know mashed together create 
an overall sense. Because if there's only one big thing that you see as happiness, it's also probably a rare thing and something you have to really, really, really work to get. But if you are surrounded by little things that make you happy, then you'd be happy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's yours? It's not, I'm not. I'm not getting interviewed. <laughs> um. What's my What's my? What does happiness look like to me? Yeah. I. I think you're right. Like I, we were walking. Remember, we were walking. It was autumn, and we were walking through that park. I don't know where it was around here. It's like a forest and there's leaves everywhere we were in trees and you're right you know everyone was just happy and everyone was playing and giggling and i had this moment of what you would describe as bliss where there was no problems there was nothing bothering me you know it's not like ah i got that pain in my foot or my toe or i have to do the thing when we leave here or shit i forgot to turn the light switch off or anything like that there's little things or oh that person's bugging me Mm. nothing was wrong everything was perfect and I remember I turned around to you and I gave you a kiss and I felt that's that was happy Mm. Um, and there's little moments like that like when we were away pre-kids whenever I took you away to Bali yeah and we were in the pool and we looked and I said, take a mental snapshot of this moment. Because when we go back and we get into work, then all the shit happens again. This is a happy place. Close your eyes and imagine this moment. Mm. Where it was like 11 in the morning. We'd had two cocktails, some bruschetta. Yeah. And we were floating in the pool. And, and we looked up at the palm trees and just went, take a mental snapshot of this image. Mm-hmm. And I still go back to that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. I think moments like that. Um, are uh, are what make happiness yeah and create happiness mm, yeah because you can recreate them every day mm. you like to me you go if I have like a fresh bunch of flowers that makes me really happy so I know that I can do that all the time I can mm. have that and That's that adorable. will always make me happy. A fresh bunch or of every morning you start the day <laughs> with that so coffee cute. that makes you really happy. Yeah. Or you put on one of those movies that make you smile because they're your favorite you know well that's yeah that's another one is like uh, no offense but um like on a friday or whatever if i have uh if i'm having a glass of wine and you go go to, i'm gonna go to bed mm. and i go i'm not even tired i'm gonna sit up and watch a movie by myself oh it's cool it's just yeah, yeah. it's lots of little things yeah. i think i like that hmm. and of course you know when we got married and the kids are born and and all those things. And all those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously. Um, so there you go. There's, there's, um, there's the episode. I actually think um, we should do another one of these, and I'll just ask you really emotional questions, <laughs> and hopefully you'll cry. <laughs> we'll do part two. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast, Amy. Thank you for having me on my podcast. It was lovely to meet you, and I'm really impressed by some of your answers. Really. Thank not you. all of them but oh, some um, we'll get into 
that. Um, but thank you very much for coming. And um, thank you for your time. I understand you're very busy and you're very low on iron. So yes. I appreciate the time. This will change tomorrow. <laughs> iron infusion. All changes tomorrow. But As yeah. you're listening to this podcast, I will be getting iron. Getting juiced up. Mm-hmm. Next week, I'm going to be on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but really appreciate, really appreciate your time. Really appreciate you. answering some questions, being so open, being so honest. And um, yeah, you're really beautiful, and I'd like to take you out sometime. Sure. That was easy. <laughs> um, thanks for thanks for coming along for the ride, uh, everyone. And um, if you didn't like this podcast, uh, keep it to yourself. And if you did. Uh, tell everyone yeah tell everyone tell everyone shout it from the rooftops again it doesn't matter um we won't judge you no only if you write mean things not us then i'm gonna judge you (laughs) so badly (laughs) thanks very much guys thank you we will speak to you all very soon bye cue end music